Good evening and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TO Triple TB. My name is Greg Dykes and I will be your dungeon master for this evening. Tonight, our party, after a little interlude shopping, will be exploring more of Portney and Zara and trying to get their bearings with numerous options uh, abounding before them. What exactly will they do next? Who knows? Or even dares to dream? If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, you can find us over all the social medias at TOTTTB Podcast. That's TOTTTB Podcast. And I invite you this evening to join us for adventure. The Log of Percival Silverlight On our second day back in Port Nianzaru, we met with Wakanga and discussed our findings in the jungle with one mission, the Alchemy Jug. We realised that Wakanga is assisting us in our search for the Death Curse, but we also do not know him that well. We also spoke of the man we encountered on the way back to Port Nianzaru. Wakanga's mood changed and he revealed that he believed the man to be Artus Simba, legendary member of the Harpers. I am sure I have heard of Simba before. Now if only I could place him. Continuing to catch up with our employers and friends in Port Nianzaru, we found ourselves once again in the presence of Lord Lyric Dashlin. Dashlin appears to be the main port of Kool between the Order of the Gauntlet and their headquarters at Baldur's Gate on the Sword Coast. He appears to require our help in talking to the merchant princes with regards to setting up a trade route. We have agreed to help, as we need to talk to the Merchant Princes anyway, regarding the Death Curse. Having taken our leave of Dashlin, we made our way to the Grand Souk to do a small amount of shopping. Outside a tattooist's, Siliqui spotted somebody taking an inordinate amount of interest in her. Adventure! You're chatting, chatting quite amicably mm -hmm. with the tattoo artists, and you just kind of like, as part of the conversation, you know, you're, you're sort of you're keeping keeping an eye on your surroundings. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot someone looking your way. It's a little tricky to tell. You kind of you take take a look, and when you actually look at them properly, you can see they're looking at a stall. But you could have sworn a second ago they were looking in your direction, and sort of trying to kind of keep up the keep up the chat you notice whenever you're looking sort of somewhere near them but not directly at them you do see that they're stealing glances at you 
they're quite some distance away. There's quite a few people there, but through the crowd, you can see this person just sort of glancing in your direction. Hmm. Do I recognise them at all? Uh, no. It's Percival. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could be. We haven't got round to what Percival is doing. (laughs) Is it Percival in a hat and has he bought some hair to put on it's like an extra beard? (laughs) Like a comedy nose (laughs) and glasses. This is Sorry, no. So... This is not somebody. This is not somebody you recognise uh, when you look at them. Okay, what do they look like? They're kind of middle. It's a middle-aged man. Um, he's mm-hmm. got stubble, light brown hair. Again, not a native of Cholt. He's dressed quite plainly, but you can see that there is a dagger sheathed inside. That's not incredibly uncommon. You know, there's you know most of the commoners don't have weapons, but it's not you know obviously. I mean, there's you guys walking through that have got your own little. Arsenal with yourself. Fully armed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, you know, there are a um, few events. Has it got, got any emblems on it? No. Yeah, on the dagger or on the, well, on his person, on his clothes, is there any. No, not especially. Affiliation with anyone, like any emblems? Doesn't seem to, no. When he does still glances, does he look friendly? Does he look like he's concerned? He's got a big smile on his face. Okay. Roll, roll me an insight <laughs> at. Roll me an insight <laughs> at disadvantage because of the amount of people there. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Oh, oh, why was it disadvantage? Uh, so five plus, did you say insight? So, oh, ten. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm giving you disadvantage because not only are you trying to maintain the conversation with the tattoo artist, there are also a lot of people and it's like, you've managed to notice it, but it's, yeah, harder to get more information, especially with him sort of looking away whenever you're actually directly looking at him. Anyway. Uh, is Rana still near me? Um, I don't know. Is Rana still near you, or is Rana dealing with his his javelins? Is Rana wandered off? I don't know. Uh, uh, um, I I uh, I only have to go with what I previously said. So I I had wandered off to buy a javelin, so okay. I wouldn't be next to you at this point. Hmm. Sorry, so Gov. Siliqui, are you going to do anything, <laughs> or are you going to just sort of sit there observing? I am going to slowly start sort of um slightly following the person if they're staying within the um, Grand Souk. I'm going to kind of pretending to look at other things there but keeping an eye on that person so I'm not too far away from him each time just mm-hmm. possibly if I can get a little bit closer I might see something on them I might kind of recognise and also if I see Rana or Zibby or anybody on my way I'm going to elbow them and get them to come with me and whisper to them to help me mm-hmm. so as you get up the person himself seems to stop looking at whatever he was looking at as you sort of get closer it seems to be he was looking at like a necklace or something that was being sold but he moves to start wandering off through the souk as well, and there's a there's a game going on here where he seems to be sort of looking at just about anything else but you now. Smooth. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Sorry, question. Is Percival anywhere nearby? Percival, you said you slunk off. Are you anywhere in well, the that, Grand Souk that, right now? Yeah, I expect I would be in the Grand Souk, yes. Hmm, okay. Are you specifically keeping out of um, Siliquid's way, or...? No, not... No, well... That depends. That depends on... Do you want to go do private Percy stuff? <laughs> it's not private, private, but, you know, I'll, I'll go through it. I, I, I will play act. Okay, let's pause for the minute with Siliqui, Siliqui heading heading after this uh, unknown stranger, and we will switch over to Percival. So, Percival, what are you doing? You slipped mm-hmm. away from the others, and where have you gone? He goes off to practice his signature. No. Um, <laughs> To be honest, that would not have surprised. Has he gone to has he gone to plant his own book all around the soup just so that, <laughs> just so Zippy can find it? Oh look! Look at what I found! 
Um, <laughs> Look, Zippy, I'll sign it for you. Um, no, okay, so... Um, uh, Percival would like to find somewhere... Actually, wondering if there's any kind of, like, uh, magic shops or anything like that around, or is it is it just Wakanga that is the uh, the prime magic dealer here? So, quite easily, we would be able to find that, yeah, the Grand Suit does have a few magic items in them. All of them yep. are being sold by Wakanga. Uh, are you asking around, or are you just looking? Um, I, th- there's a couple of a couple of little things that I, that I might be interested in. Okay, so Wakanga will have a couple of stalls scattered about the Grand Souk, which are selling things like potions. Yeah, both common and uncommon potions. Okay, um, but he also will be selling some spell scrolls at both first level and second level. Hmm. So those are the kind of things you would find within the Grand Souk. Okay, all right, and uh, but but no items uh, per se. No items per se. No. Again, are you are you asking anybody about them, or are you just looking? Um, I, I yes, yes, I I am asking. I, I am looking, and I so am... you're asking about them. Yeah. yeah. One of the merchants will inform you that generally to order, actual magical items are arranged between Wakanga and the respective merchant prince. So, for example, yeah. the weapons merchant prince, uh, who is called Enki, I think it's Enki is how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, Enki. Hold on, let okay. me just double check. Enki Afa. Yeah, she deals in weapons, shields, traveling gear, rain catchers, saddles, wagons, and canoes. As the weapons merchant prince, if Enki would like a shield or a weapon specifically enchanted, she and Wakanga will make a deal that she provides the weapon, Wakanga enchants it, and then it is sold, and they sort of split the profits between them. I see. Um, But that's not a very regular thing. It tends to be for a particularly wealthy customer or if Wakanga has a particular need for it. That's not something you will find in the Grand Souk. It would be you'd have to sort of make some sort of arrangement between the two of them. Okay. With the potions as well, are you able to tell us what potions there would be for sale? The potions are literally, it's just potions common and potions uncommon is written here, so... It, yeah, we need to sort of look through and work out exactly which ones. I, th- I think all of us probably want mosquito spray. Oh, absolute <laughs> yeah. ton of... Yeah, uh, bear in mind, bear in mind, like, last time when we did this, I, I had 40 applications. Yeah, but that was for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. But this is, this is yeah. so yeah. you know... Also, also, bearing in mind, we will need to purchase a boat, won't we? Because we don't own... Or, do or rent. Or rent higher, yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah. go back to the Trustafarian canoe guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They go back to the yeah. Uh, just, just as an aside, you know, a, a porter might be a good idea as well. Porter. <laughs> I don't mean. I don't mean. I don't the, mean. Is in a beer. That's what, what I, I mean. Say, yeah. <laughs> no, as in because often like thing, particularly like food and water and things are heavy. It might be useful if we could hire um, a sturdy, sturdily constructed gentleman to carry things. For us, oh, you mean like a mule, but a person? Yes, a porter. That, some, yes, someone. yes, effectively. A porter, yeah. <laughs> I was, but, yeah. I, I was going for the least derogatory way you could do, and you went straight for a mule <laughs> who's a person. <laughs> <laughs> that seems well quite on brand. Well yes, there we go. Um, so, anyway, but yes, right. if, if, if throw some, some help, anyway, it's an idea. Yeah, we could give that them is, some money. That is it. possible. Yeah. 
That is possible. Jobel is the guy to kind of go to for that because he sells mercenaries, guides, and uh, what's the other thing he sells? Hang on. Nope, that's the wrong book. Um, Cheesecake. Cocktail umbrellas. Mayonnaise. He said, no, he does not sell mayonnaise. Nobody sells mayonnaise. <laughs> We're cornering a market, guys. Absolutely. Nobody sells mayonnaise and, and nobody ever will. Whilst Silky's <laughs> trying to be kind of subtle and, and get closer to this guy, she's also keeping her eye out for anything that the jug produces to see if anybody's selling any of those things. Mayonnaise. Oil. Just keeping her eye out to see if anyone's Salt selling them. so for hang how much. On, hang on, hang on. <laughs> That is fair enough, but bringing back in, uh, we were yeah. still with Percival. Percival, was there anything yes. else you were looking for and or, uh, and or doing um, in the Grand so, Sort of. The, um, bas basically, so Percival is talking with uh, the uh, magical item guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm really on it today. Um, you mean a wizard? <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy who sells it. Oh. Uh, so I'm so, so Percival's talking to the merchant, and uh, he's like, uh, "Look, my good man, I was I was hoping you may be able to help me with uh, one or two small things. Me and and my party, we're going out and adventuring. I was wondering if if you may be able to point me in the direction of a uh, kind of item that." Um, disguises where one might be I noticed a gentleman there earlier on whilst I was in the jungle had something similar it looked kind of interesting something to to mask something like scrying you're thinking above game John what are you talking about are you talking about something that you guys actually saw or are you making something up uh, uh no well what did we see Percival <laughs> Percival <laughs> believes that uh he saw oh, oh uh, what's his bloody name. I keep on forgetting his name. Uh, Artus Simba. There we go. So Artus had uh, some symbols that were on him and Percival believes that that was stopping some kind of scrying going on and he's just wondering if there's anybody that sells something like that. Um, I see. If, I if, see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, within the city... The only way you'd be able to get your hands on something like that is through Wakanga. Wakanga. Wakanga is the is the magic merchant, so to speak. Um, okay. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Ooh. Okay. One moment. Let me double check what. Uh, okay. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. That's not as high as I would have liked you to have got. So the merchant tells you that within Port Nianzaro, and he kind of raises his eyes as he says that, the only way to buy magical items is through Wakanga. And he raises his eyes again. Okay. Okay. So can I essentially roll an insight? I want to find out, like, what do I believe he's uh, talking about? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's just... Yes. You know. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Give me, give me an Fair? insight as well to see if you can work out what kind of signals <laughs> this guy's giving off. Uh, it's a straight roll, guys. And an eight. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure. Not a clue. Why does everybody yeah. raise their eyebrows to me? I'm really not sure. The thing is, you know that a signal was being given. You're just not sure what signal. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Uh, fair yeah, enough. So above game, draw whatever conclusions you like. But in game, <laughs> you you are you're just lost. Um, it's Dumb just, as yeah. fuck. Okay. 
Um, in that okay. case, um, then I, I would uh, I'd just like to very briefly carry on the conversation. Um, okay, my good man. Um, well, I was just wondering if you might be able to supply me with a couple of items anyway. Um, I, was, I was wondering if you have any uh, salt, uh, soot, and also perhaps a little bit of orange peel. Uh, oh, and do you know where I can get some snuff? The man is a little taken aback um, because you've gone from talking about magical items to something he doesn't really deal with, um, and he will point you in the he will point you in the direction of the stores that do sell. You said it was salt, soot, and snuff, orange effectively, peel. and some orange peel. And I would say you can definitely find some top-ups for those items in and around those stalls, either by asking for sort of like cut-offs from an orange or just buying an orange, I imagine. would be much easier and look a little less weird. <laughs> Needs to be dried. Needs to be dried. So yeah, no, you can absolutely find stuff like that, but the merchant will point you in Excellent. somebody else's direction. He himself doesn't have that on him. Thank you. It's been most helpful. So we are now going to cut to Zibby, who's been waiting patiently, who mm-hmm. has wandered off downtown. <laughs> to the market ward. So, Zibby, you're trying to find the bookshop. What I'd like you to roll is an investigation, please. Uh, okay, because that worked out so well last time. Um, I know, uh, right? Well, it's the best so, It's the best skill I can think of for finding the place. Well, presumably, if I'm just going up to people and just going, where's a bookshop? Um, they're going to go, um, I think I saw one around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so where's Waterstones? It oh, it's next to, it's yeah. next to McDonald's. Yeah, so this isn't exactly the hard one because yeah, I'm kind of assuming that you're asking people and it's it's still a ten. It's still a ten. Still a ten. <laughs> um, you wander down into the market square and you manage to find. Down here, yep, down here. You manage to find the Uptow's corner shop, but you step in and it is like a kind of old timey uh, bookstore, effectively. Awesome. As you step in, you're slightly accosted. You kind of have to squeeze past. There's a there's a gentleman comes out, looks very well dressed and respected. Nice big bushy beard, and he doffs his cap to you as he's as he's leaving. And he's got quite a few books under his arm, and he just says, "Pardon me, good sir." Hey, of course, not mind me. You squeeze on past him and enter the shop, which is again, it's got that kind of it's that musty sort of smell um, of you know new and old books. The proprietor's quite an old gentleman, gives you a wave and says, oh, Welcome to Uptow's Corner Shop. Is there anything I can do for you, son? Um, I, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, do you have any books by um, Percival Silverlight? <laughs> Percival Silverlight? I, do you know, I think, I think we might just... I'm pretty sure I've read I, some. It could be on the fiction, I don't know. <laughs> he has... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's under. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's under travel or fiction. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wonder, um, and after a few minutes, he does manage to find a selection of books for you, including the uh, mm-hmm. Saladai, uh, Saladi, um, that he was chatting uh, about earlier. He also produces Finders of the Lost Box um, and Sword <laughs> Dancer. <laughs> Finders of the Lost Box. Amazing. <laughs> oh, there's also there's also the Boonies. Sword dance. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say now? 
can I just say now? I'm so sorry. <laughs> the boonies. And what was no, the first one again? Or Slardy, yeah, I think it is. It's, it's, it's either Slardy or Salady. Uh, it's yeah. S L A A D I. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Slardy, yeah. Slardy. Find as if the lost box. And boonies. There was also there was also Sword Dancer in there as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Don't forget yeah, Sword yeah, Dancer. One, yeah. <laughs> it's one yep. of my best. <laughs> A po uh, inspiration to anybody that can guess the uh, <laughs> guess the guess the inspiration for those names. Find the lost ark, the Goonies, um, sword dancer. I should know it, but I can't think. of Slardy is just the Slardy are the no. denizens of. Oh, I know Slardy are the, the uh, is it frog things. Yeah, they're the frog yeah, things they're like in frog limbo. creatures. Yeah. Yeah. If it helps, they no, they, they hammer, yeah they impregnate they impregnate humanoids and then burst out of their chests. Does that help? Okay, oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I sword dance. Okay, sword dancer. Go on, get. I'm not answering this one because I, I have you know. my knowledge. Don't be. you got a guess? Yeah. <laughs> um, Islander, maybe. Sorry. Not quite. For sword dancer. I don't know. Can no. can um can Zibby possibly read the blurb on the back to tell him what it's about? <laughs> to give them a clue. See now he can, but the trouble is I don't actually know the movie, so I've no idea what goes on in it. Uh, so, well, well, no, John, no, if you would no, like to, no. could, could okay, the blurb perhaps uh, talk in Percival's so, voice at him? <laughs> should we should we go, all go have a cup of tea um, whilst <laughs> Percy uh, uh, in a game, game quickly quickly writes the blurb. Oh no, he's written books. Oh no. He's written many. <laughs> so good. He's actually gone. I'd love the amount of effort that's gone into this. <laughs> so, this what book bit. are you looking at? Uh, so, we're looking at Sword Dancer. Uh, um, sword yes. Dancer. Okay, so uh, you, you look in the cover. And um, you just see this this little bit of blurb, and you you see a picture of Percival in there, and he's he's got um, it looks like sort of like one of those nineteen twenties photos uh, with uh, a, a like a hunter with a gun, although he's he's just he's stood there, <laughs> he's got his rapier and he's got uh, two cigars in his hand at the same time. In the same hand. For some bizarre reason. In yes. the same um, hand, one in each. In yep. the same hand. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there's a little bit of blurb, and uh, and it says that uh, Percival was tasked with hunting down several escaped mimics from a mining colony. Uh, they wanted to become part of normal society, but ended up killing the head of the mining company. Um, <laughs> That Percival managed to track down some, but their leader died as uh, he was he was locating him. It was on the coast. It was on the coast somewhere, somewhere about the shoals of Orion. Um, 
Yeah. With things yeah. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it, was, it was near, it was on the coast somewhere, uh, some town off the shores were around. I think, I, I think this town was called Tannhauser or something. And it was, it was the, the finale. It was right at the gates. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Plus there were folded bits of paper in it as well. What was that about? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's stuff about a folded unicorn. Yes, there's, there's a little u- unicorn drawing somewhere in there. <laughs> there you go. Are these, you are, go. These thick, are these thick books or are they, um, are these thick books or are they, um, quite thin sort of, um, penny dreadfuls? They're thin, slightly, slightly they are pamphlets. <laughs> they're not they're not pamphlets but they are they are kind of populist travel writing um if they think kind of it's a like, mixture about, between 90 to 100 pages something like that then no 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 a little bit more i mean you know do you you kind of think bill bryson mixed with l rider haggard oh yeah yeah, of, okay. you know mm. but <laughs> but who knows if it's true right yeah <laughs> um, how, okay, how sorry, much, Zibby. Uh, sorry. Mr. 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 Dear, um, how how much uh, how much for all of the how much are these books each? Are you looking to buy all four? Possibly, mm-hmm. depending on the cost. Uh, he would be willing to sell these to you for ten gold pieces per book. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll have all four. That's more expensive um, than more. And also, um, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, can we say that I, I spotted that Gilliman's Tales of the Traveller as it was so brightly coloured? He's like, oh, and I like that one as well. That, look, that looks fun. Absolutely. F- 50 gold then. Oh uh, 50 gosh. gold, and because you're buying five, he'll knock five off, so it's like 45 for five books. <laughs> it all just goes straight awesome. to my publisher, you know. <laughs> Ex-wives and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't see a penny of this, you know. I'm going, to need to, I'm going to need to have a conversation with you, John, about what, if anything, um, Nick might pick up from that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if I, I'm, I'm more than happy for, for uh, Zippy to go deep. <laughs> it's fine. That's a phrase I wasn't expecting to hear. No. I want... <laughs> Zippy's going deep, Percy. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware my weekly D&D sessions were going to take this yeah. slightly unexpected, um, but rather thrilling turn. Um, <laughs> it's... It's, it's spicing up my week no end I can, I can tell you I've come to expect just the silly and ridiculous from you guys and visiting a bookstore to pick up Percival's books still wasn't one of the things I prepared for this evening so I've had to come up with most of that off the top of my head <laughs> anyway Zibby is there anything else you'd like to do or discuss with the uh, bookkeeper are you going to sort of buy these and head to the giggling squid to eventually meet up with the others or do anything else in fact um can i ask him if he has any easily digestible books on some something like the legends of Chultz or something like that oh good okay mm, that's a that's a good shout all right um round of applause for that cleric yeah there will be some compendium of myths uh, these will be actually a little bit cheaper because they are probably produced in Portney and Zaro. The reason there's like 10 gold pieces for those books is because they've been imported in. So are a little bit more expensive. Sure. Shocking. For... <laughs> Need to talk to my hush, publisher, obviously. Hush you. 
Um, for another five gold pieces uh, to sort of make up to the 50 that you were buying earlier, um, he would be willing to, yeah, offer you this Legends of Chalk that you can have a look through and see what you can discover. Uh, yep, that's fine. Okay. I will now need to go away and work out what legends you find from said book, but hey-ho, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, just just as an aside as well, um, when uh, whilst Rana is uh, off getting his javelin, uh, his replacement mm-hmm. javelin, he picks up two uh, worker nuts as well. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. No, you be, you will be, you should be able to find some worker nuts somewhere. Um, so yeah, he, he picks up a couple of worker nuts um, because he he likes worker nuts, and you never know when you might need to have a jungle rave. So yeah. okay, so with that, we will now drop back in with Siliqui, who is following a unknown person who seems to be interested. You are sort of making your way towards them. Was that correct, Siliqui? Basically, doing the same back to them. <laughs> Pretending yeah, no, to look at stools, um, so I might pick up the odd thing, uh, but I'm getting nearer to them to see if there's anything on them, to see if I can recognise them, anything on this, them. Uh, this, this has bad spy movie written all over it. It's amazing. And also, yeah, I'm doing I'm completely bit. Inspector Clouseau. I've got a newspaper with holes in my eyes <laughs> on, you know, all sorts of things, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and she's also looking out for Rana or Percy um, to elbow to help her, if you know, en route. Like if there's any of them on route. If okay. not, she'll say screw him and carry on. Can you give me another perception check for me? Uh, ten and five. So Fifteen. Okay, as you're sort of heading towards them, you spot Rana buying his javelin and you move towards him to sort of alert him to this uh, this gentleman, but you sort of you turn away for half a second to talk to Rana, and when you look back, the man has vanished. He appears to have just disappeared and melted into the crowd. Um, she's going to tap Rana and say, follow me when you're finished. Um, and she's going to still go the direction that the man had last been. You know, she's still going to kind of see if she, see mm-hmm. she can pick up looking at, you know, find him anywhere again. In response, um, Rana finishes uh, paying for his javelin, uh, slips it mm-hmm. into his little sort of back holster he's got, yep. um, hastily stuffs his two waka nuts um, sort of into his pouch. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, well, he has a pouch that he carries things in. It's mm-hmm. where else do you, keep, where else do you keep your, your waka nuts? <laughs> Perfectly natural. Your, and then he. He jogs after uh, Syl with his nut pouch to anyone that's looking. Very, very faintly pulsing with light. Uh, <laughs> Can I ask what your see. pouch is made from? <laughs> um, it's leather, so maybe it wouldn't be visible, but I like to think that it, it's there okay. in spirit. Um, so, and yes, he he um, he then jogs after Syl. Mm. Please don't tell me it was, uh, you know, it was previously like a dinosaur scrotum <laughs> or something. Uh, tough <laughs> it just means it's expandable when it gets warm. It's fine. <laughs> it's a bit like the holding. Yeah. Rana can either confirm nor deny <laughs> any any aspect of that. Um. So. Siliqui, you have, unfortunately, you have lost this 
certain, shall we say, shadow that was uh, that seemed to be taking an interest in you. But upon moving towards them, again, it's a little difficult to tell if they vanished because they moved on and you didn't see where they went, or they've literally, like, I don't know, ducked out of sight or something. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's yeah, it's difficult to tell exactly what their intentions were. But obviously, there's something that mm, maybe just gives you just just gives you an uncomfortable feeling. Mm, okay. Like sitting on a hedgehog. Yeah. Like Ooh. sitting on a hedgehog. <laughs> yes. So what are you guys going to do? Are you going to stay in the Grand Souk? Are you going to head for the Giggling Squid now? Um, I'm going to tell Rana about the person mm-hmm. anyway and just say, yep. you know, that, Rana, I was talking to all the tattoo people over there and then I felt like someone was watching me and every time I looked, he'd look away. There was a very un- uncomfortable feeling that he, he, he kept looking away every time he looked over and then he just disappeared. I, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like somebody was watching me. Rana... Barna nods and says, "When you look at him, he look he looks away." Yes, but not not in a flirty way. Rana frowns at this. <laughs> this is, um, Rana says, "It's it's like, it's like, it's like women in the village." Yes, <laughs> you look, they look away, they look at you, you look away, then you are married. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Bless quite you, Rana. Rana. I do understand. <laughs> Escalated quick. <laughs> but um, no, he's, he was more of a... He didn't go red in the face or look a bit awkward. He um, it looked like there was something untowards about him, like um, maybe he was sent by someone or maybe I, somebody's after me. I said, I don't know. He's, I don't recognise him. He was he was human um, and he just looked like an average middle-aged man, really, with the brown hair. He, he wasn't from here, though. And I did notice he had a dagger on his side, but I couldn't notice anything else because he's too far away. Rana, R- Rana just nods and sort of like reaches out and sort of pat- pats her on the arm and says, um, it's okay, man who is middle-aged is too old to be your husband. Let us go back to the pub. <laughs> and then just turns around and heads off in the direction of the pub, expecting her to follow. I don't know what just happened. I, uh, <laughs> I, I momentarily got confused. Rana, wait for me. <laughs> um, and she just goes after Rana. Um, Rana, where, where, do not need Percival. I know um Here I am. It's okay. Ah, Percival. <laughs> Percival comes back over um, and joins you guys heading for the pub, I believe, is where you guys are going. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yeah. El Squid. Okay. You all manage to, in your different times, I mean, it's really only Zibber that's that's different from you guys, but you all head back to the Giggling Squid. Once again, there is a fairly robust crowd in the Giggling Squid tonight. It's not the busiest it's ever been. Zibby, you do notice that over in one corner, there does seem to be the sort of well-dressed um, gentleman that doffed his hat to you when you walked into the bookshop. Okay. The barman looks up and grins at seeing you guys again and says, uh, you'll be wanting a room. Hey. Actually, I, didn't th- I, thought we, I thought we kept the room, actually. Maybe they don't let you book one. I think, that's, I think that's generally that is kind of the, um, the sort of assumption is that, yeah, you guys are, are staying there. Sorry, that was just me just, just saying something for the sake of saying something. Oh, um, so he, he, he just wanted to roleplay a bit, man. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to act. You gotta hate. You guys get all the fun. Why won't you let him live? <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, 
Are you guys? What, what are you? What are you guys? These guys going to do? You're going to get yourselves this table to get yourself some dinner. What? What? What are, you, what are your plans? I think we kind of need to discuss our next move, really. Um, All right. Yep. Is there a quietish looking table that isn't too out, that isn't too in earshot of everyone? Um. Yeah. You can probably find yourself a little booth to sort of sequester yourselves in. Um. Probably the same one that you uh, that you actually met Andrew in, I imagine. Okay. Oh, that's that's a point. Can we see that other person that we were gonna look at, uh, look for? For uh, hang on, what's his name? Yes, uh, other it person. Down. Was it? Oh, uh, what's his name? Kalahu or Kalua, which is I think what Kalua. we said said initially. Yeah, <laughs> Kalua was yes. a um, was a job advert at the harbour master's office, which you guys saw so and you wanted to take up, but you haven't yet met him. Yeah. Yeah. It did say meet at tavern at Red Bazaar. Yeah. Does anybody is anybody holding an espresso martini? <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a scotch. No, there is not. A cursory glance doesn't initially turn up anybody, but you can make yep. me an investigation or perception check to uh, see if you see if you do spot him hiding somewhere. Uh, well, I think all Percival ever sees is mirrors. So, would somebody else like to see uh, if they can what, do would a, it be a, a perception? perception? I could do a perception if you like. I can't guarantee I'll throw well. Perception or investigation. So the difference would be if you think you're going to go about and just sort of go up to people and say, are you Kalua? Are you Kalua? Are you Kalua? Then it's kind of like an investigation. <laughs> but perception is if you're actually seeing somebody who fits the bill. I yeah. don't feel like um, Siliqui would actually just go up to those people and be witted. That'd be more Percy's bag. But perception, I've got a plus five. So I'm quite happy to do perception and look around. But be cool. Just, let, you know appear around the scene mm-hmm. if I think of anyone course. fits perception with it. Uh, so what do you get? Ooh, 17 plus 5. 22! You do spot the same dude that um, Zibby recognises, though I don't think at this point Zibby has filled you in on that, so you just notice that there's someone that looks a little bit better dressed than anybody else in the pub, chatting amicably with, uh, with another person in one corner. But beyond that, no, there doesn't appear to be anybody that fits the description of uh, Kalua. Unfortunately, once again, he doesn't appear to be in this hmm. pub. Very well. If we're looking for that clue, I don't see anyone around here who um, who looks similar to what we got described. But there is someone there who's um, they dress very well. Don't, don't forget, it it was it was like a couple of weeks ago. Sorry, I wasn't listening to you at all. Well, can you say all of that again? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that usually happens. It's okay. <laughs> Carry on. Um, <laughs> no, no, it was it was like a, a couple of weeks ago. We've been in the jungle. You know? That is true. They may have actually got a life and things to do, but just in case, we probably got to go and ha- have a look back at the uh, the job, job board, board and see yes. if there's anything else. See if there's any washing up jobs. That's always fun. Have any of you noticed the uh, person <laughs> sat over there though with the nice clothes? They um, there isn't many people around here who wear nice clothes. Not Gilliman, is it? Yeah, nothing. If it is, I might get him to sign this. (laughs) (laughs) I assume you pull the book out. Yes. Where the bloody hell did you get that trash? I'm sitting there with uh, with leg, legs crossed, you know, Lord Byron style, holding the book up, read, yeah, you know, sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> reading aloud. <laughs> That's utter claptrap, you know. And then apparently, Elminster said to him that he'd read many of his previous treaties on uh, the Slard. I'm not sure about that, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely full of it, you know. I, th- I, 
No, no. All I mean is I think he probably meant Morden Kane and... Uh... <laughs> yes, I've met him several times now, you know. <laughs> what, Morden Kane and or Gilliman? Uh, don't talk to me about Gilliman. He's a hack. At this point, you are interrupted by a sound that carries quite well into the tavern. So that, that was starts beautiful. blaring. At first, the more perceptive of you, over the babble of the bar, you do sort of hear a very faint horn blaring in the distance. And then this cuts in and cuts across everything, and it blares loud and long, and then blares again after a few seconds, and everyone in the bar stops. The chatter dies down, and after a few seconds, the barman reaches up, rings a bell and says to everyone everyone get to the shelters now we're closing and everyone's with a scrape they start to get up and start to move out of the giggling squid with this horn still blaring over everything Siliqui runs over to the barman Mm -hmm. before he leaves and um, we're not from here can you tell me what's going on please it's the horn woman it's the horn of course you're new I'm so sorry it's Maylor's throat there's been an incursion. The undead are at the gates. We need to get into the shelters immediately. Uh, are we able to follow you to the shelters? We don't know where they are. We've never been here before. Of course, there are shelters underneath the hills. But God rest those souls in Melor's throat. They're, they'll be done for. And he just starts. He starts sort of packing away things behind the bar. Clearly, sort of in a rush to start shutting down the place. So Percival chucks down his drink and just points to the barman and says, You man, tell me where to go now. I need to get to Maylor's throat immediately. Percival, what have got? <laughs> the barman is a bit flustered. He's sort of, he's trying to sort of direct the customers to get out and, and, you know, hastily giving directions towards where the sellers are for those that want to find them. Maylor's throat is this canyon here, um, okay. which... Uh, which is just round the corner from Is that guys. not where the wall was, where the dinosaurs were at one that point? That was actually down here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but in fairness, you could be a bit turned around because that was a little while ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, effectively, he says not the gate right outside, but the gate that's round the corner. So about halfway down the map for people who could not... Yep, about halfway down the map. This yeah. gate here. <laughs> so it's the southernmost gate in a... Oh, no, it's not no, quite. It's the southernmost it? gate at all. It's not quite, it's not quite the southernmost gate. Yeah, it's, so it's, but it's southwestern. yeah, it's the it's the oh, south no. it's the yes, south south facing one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's anyway it's, 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 it's fairly near the pub. Rana um, Rana is like really annoyed because he's just he's just sat down with his with his rum, mm-hmm. and like food is really precious to Rana because he eats <laughs> a lot of it. Um, and of course, yeah, you know, he's he's he's. The, the squid barely touched the sides, and he's hungry again after after shopping, and he's he's absolutely <laughs> furious um, that he hasn't had the chance to eat dinner because the horns run, and he's, he's he's absolutely livid, and so he he snaps at the barman as well in Charlton. He says, "Um, undead, where are they?" And then angrily um, picks up his pack on one shoulder, picks up his spear. And then uh, motions to everyone and says, "Come quicker, they're dead. Quicker, we eat." Oh God, we've got hangry Rana now after the undead as well. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and, and starts walking towards the door and sort of angrily turns around and looks at everyone waiting. That way, 
Are you all going to follow Hangry Rana? Oh, Can yeah. I notice where the... Did you say Gilliman that was in the bar? Is that the guy that was in the bar? Is no, Gilliman he wasn't running... Oh, who was, <laughs> who was the fancy uncle. clothes person? <laughs> what do we know? The, the fancy clothes... You don't You don't have a name for the fancy clothes person. He was just He was just there. He's oh, just okay. a random fancy clothes person. No, no, no. He is a person. He's a, he is a person of interest, but he is. he was talking to somebody else mm. and he got up and it's probably a bit difficult you maybe like catch a glimpse of him as he's leaving but he is just heading with everybody else to see what the fuss is about or to see where they need to go mm-hmm. are you following rana out onto the streets everybody we need to go outside uh, the guard this don't yep. we yep. yep as you step out into the streets you see that the same sort of flurry of activity that happened within the gilly uh, the gilly squid no the giggling squid um <laughs> is happening outside where you guys are situated this area just here is the sort of the red market this is the kind of more almost like carnival kind of setup where you've got street food vendors um set up and they are all just starting to close up shop you know they've sort of said no more no more orders they're closing the borders putting things away and just grabbing literally the bare essentials and heading with the rest of the crowds that are all sort of streaming towards both the hill that is over here and the hill that is here. A few of them also seem to be heading towards what look like sort of cellars underneath some of the more sturdier looking buildings. However, following the instructions that the proprietor of the Giggling Squid gave you, you head on westwards towards the gate. As you head up towards it, you see a fairly large number of people wandering in from the gate that are sort of bedraggled. They're very clearly sort of poor, quite quite almost wretched looking humans and and other humanoids that are wandering in they appear to be this sort of like influx just sort of an interesting thing to note is that actually most of the time in Portland and Zara you haven't seen that many vagrants about there's not like mm. a lot of homeless people on the streets and this is the sort of the first and quite a large infusion of them that have sort of wandered through and um, that are being directed by what look like a couple of guards um, towards sort of nearby shelters are we all going a similar direction yeah, you're all sort of heading up this way is, is my interpretation. Uh, are there any children that don't seem to have any adults with them? You may see one or two, but in general, though they're sort of like looking a little bit lost and bedraggled, they are all sort of clustering together. So okay. you can't really pick out, say, a particular child that looks like, oh, I don't know, for instance, if you're thinking of where's my mummy or something like that, there, there doesn't appear to be anything like that. Yeah, I was just thinking more so that we'd probably grab a kid's hand if they looked like they were mm. not with people and help them to, the, where, you know, wherever. The gate itself, when you get to it, is closed off. You can see the heavy oaken doors have been pulled shut, but you can see there are a couple of sort of sally ports um, on either side that are open that lead to stairs, which look like they lead up onto the battlements. Are you guys going to head up there? Uh... Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we want to see. We'll try and see what's actually going yeah, on. Yeah, we'll see what's happening first. That makes sense. So yeah, we'll go mm-hmm. up to the battlements. Sorry, bear with me while I a bit of switch scenes <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> Yay! You're looking out into a gorge. Um, this is a fairly sort of rundown area. You can see, sort of like hanging high above the floor, there are a number of rope bridges spanning the gap between the two cliff faces that make up the sides of this gorge. It's quite dark beyond the city walls. There are a few sort of braziers and lights on top of the walls that are illuminating um, the few shacks that you can see. But it appears that the ground is essentially, it's got two stone walkways running parallel on either side of the gorge. And on those stone walkways, 
Um, a bunch of quite ramshackled uh, shacks and small outhouses seem to have been built. Um, and there's something, there's a sort of larger building right in the middle ahead of you, but everything's kind of shrouded in darkness. So it's a little hard to tell exactly, you know, more details than just seeing. You can see the outline of a building and you can see this sort of heading on out. As you get up there, you find that there are a couple of guards looking out towards it. They turn around and, and one of them just says, Oh, who are you? Uh, we are here to help. Here to help? Hey. <laughs> well, not not the zombies. You. Oh, oh, I see. To be honest, I'm just with these people. I had to follow them because they all decided to come up here. But um, we would <laughs> like to know what's going on. We're not local. And um, mm. and uh, maybe, maybe we can help you. I, I don't know. It's quite simple. The dead have flooded the gorge. They sometimes come swarming up from the jungle, and that's what's happened here. Poor souls. The residents, you may have seen them. They've all been evacuated into the city as quick as we can before the horde reach their homes. Whichever poor souls can't make it, they'll be in the uh, in the temple over there. And he sort of gestures towards the large building. Is that the red building in the middle? Uh, yes, it is in the middle yeah. of the, okay, in the middle yeah. of it. So oh. when you say um, the ones that can't make it, do you mean the ones that may be elderly or... Or physically unable to, you know, they, they, their legs might not be as good, or, or they're too young, or something. Or what do you mean by the ones that can't make it? Right, the ill and the infirm. They they put their trust in the temple of Timora, for whatever it's worth. They might find some luck with the lady there, but we won't know till morning. When the sun comes up, the zombies will generally go back. Um, do you think it's worth us going in and looking at temples to see if we can actually help some of those people out? Or do you think we should go and? Simply, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Percival, what, what was your plan? Somebody never turns down adventure, Siliqui. And I hear my name calling now. Wait, do you want to go and challenge these things in the dark? Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I kind of said that you were going to go for an adventure. Well, Percival, I think even though me and you have got better vision in the dark, I don't think it's wise. It's not much of an advantage at all, especially not when... Um, we're not from the area, and these are undead. We, we, once we're dead, we're dead. <laughs> Rana, um, just looking towards the temple. Is the temple lit? Um, you can probably make out there's one or two windows have got some flickering light in them, but you probably can't make up much more than that. It's not like fully lit up, but you can see that there are some light sources inside the building that look like they're moving. Rana says, um, Rana, do not turn into a tiger. You hear me? Do not turn into a tiger. Rana I says, saw that uh, look. If- <laughs> Rana says mm, old and sick have sought shelter in the temple the temple has doors who who protects them when they're in the temple does the goddess the guard sort of shrugs and says there's no guards per se in there but the lady Tamora might might give them favour at this point however another guard bursts out onto the battlements and quickly speaks in Cholton saying that the merchant prince hasn't made it out. Rana um, says in Charlton back to the guard, um, which merchant prince? Speak quickly. Is he the rich one? <laughs> Jessamine! Jessamine wasn't able to make it out. She was she was in there and she wasn't amongst the people that left. Rana immediately turns to everyone and says, um, one of the merchant princes, Jessamine, was uh, trapped in the temple. I mean, he sort of glances at the temple and says, perhaps we may find favour 
if we save this merchant prince's life? Yes. Generous with gold or food? Rana says, angrily looking back towards the Belly rolling. Belly rumbling. Um, and then sort of, you know, says, you know, what do you think? If we can hold the temple, we only nice. need to survive till morning. Sippy, Sippy looks at the drink that he's still got in his hand. Uh, <laughs> down down, some scotch, tosses it over his shoulder and says, hey, last one to the temple's a big Jesse. <laughs> That's my middle name. <laughs> last one to the temple is a big jessamine <laughs> uh, how high are the battlements that we're on at the minute they are quite high however oh, when so you uh, right, okay, so I can't just, yeah you can't yeah you can't just leap over them they are no. Damn. yeah they're some 50 feet high so yeah that's not going to happen see, he turns around and starts heading down towards the the, back down the stairs to yeah. get that out of the I'm, I'm guessing it must have some kind of picket gate within the the main yeah the guards uh, the guards would tell you that there are some uh, picket gates below he turns to lead you down the stairs and you see a man come up that you recognize as mm-hmm. one of the Zentarim assassins that you guys dealt with in your first fight Ooh, <laughs> them fun people yeah. Ooh. Screw you guys. We're more than level one now. Screw you guys. I'm back. So what's that? What are they called? What kind of guards? Uh, the Zentarim. Yeah. Zentarim. Uh, so these are Zentarim guards. And he comes up and he says, "Just where do you think you're going, guards? What ad- addressing uh, us or ad- addressing us as guards? What do you mean he's talking to the other guards? No, he's addressing the guard that's about to lead you down." He quickly explains the situation, but the Zentarim cuts him off. And as he's doing this, the other two Zentarim from that interlude you guys had come up behind him. And he says, belay that order. We're not sending anyone out there until morning. No guards are to go out there. It's too dangerous. When the guard protests, saying that a merchant prince is out there, the Zentarim again cuts them off and says, by order of Ifran Talroa, we are in command of this gate, and I say no one is to go out there. Does it um, count if people aren't from Chalt? We're not from Chalt. Um, so surely that same rule doesn't necessarily apply to us, does it? But if you can direct us, we don't have to have this particular guard take us. If you can direct us, we just want to help the people in the temple. Especially the, um, and one of the most more important, well, all of anyone we can, but especially the richest the one you can find. Church person. Sorry. <laughs> steps on his toes slightly <laughs> if you want to risk your necks by all means but none of these guards will accompany you i wasn't asking them to can we at least have directions rana very well rana rana smiles uh, no actually i'm not gonna do that because that's a terrible idea i've just changed my mind sorry i really i really wanted i, I was i was really i was gonna impulsively do something but i've changed my mind so it's, it's all good Rana smiles and turns into a tiger. Everybody kills Rana. Um, Do the Centaurim guards recognise us? They do not appear to have any recognition on their faces. He initially was addressing the guard without really looking at you guys, and when you guys spoke up, he then looked around us in kind of like, and what do we have here? Not here. Goodbye. And Percival walks off down the stairs. (laughs) On your own head be it. Yeah, so we, I'm, I'm assuming uh, yeah, we're heading we yeah. down to the... We're heading to the yeah. gates. Yep, that is fair enough. 
So, the guard tells you that as you're looking at it, the entrance to the temple is on the left-hand side. Um, and he wishes you luck in getting to the temple. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add you guys at random in front of the picket gate. Um, but feel free to move around once you get there. Okay, bear with me. Bear with, bear with. So many bears. I don't know what that was. That wasn't really a bear, was it? <laughs> was that like I really, I, really, I have, I have no idea what that was at all. <laughs> zombies. I'll go with zombies. <laughs> I'll just layer it up. It'll be good. <laughs> so. You step out of the picket gate. Ooh, new map. New map. And you find yourself, yep, on a new map. And don't mind the terrible drawings on the actual sides of the gorge. I did this myself. So this was when I was learning to use Roll20. So are we meant to be facing upwards or downwards? Because I don't know if I'm meant to turn around upwards. or not. Upwards. Okay, cool. I won't turn around then. Yeah, okay. Yep. So essentially what you guys are standing in right now is a sort of a little pool of light that is being cast from the braziers above the gate. Everything else beyond that, however, is just complete darkness. There aren't any torches burning, nothing you can see in the way of, like, lanterns or something. It seems like any light sources that were there were taken either by the people in the temple or by the people that went back into the city. Can we actually see the um, the building, though, in the distance? I don't... Uh, just bear with me while I just double-check what you guys can actually see. Can anybody cast light? Me. So what you guys can see is quite small, but... Far off in the distance, you can still make out the building. So essentially, this area over here, these are raised platforms, um, of which you've got some steps here that lead up onto them. And the guard that let you out told you that the temple's entrance would be on this side of the gorge. Okay. okay. You will need, however, to roll me some initiative, please. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, obviously, we could potentially cast the light, but we could also go back to back and have two people facing each direction, so we're not taken by surprise. <laughs> I'm on fifteen. Nine. See if he goes next week. No, you don't forget. You get an you get a modifier. Oh yeah. What's the modifier? <laughs> Is it initiative? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> initiative modifier. So it's on your character sheet. Uh, Twelve. I just, um, Toby. I just like to point out that. No, I don't. Oh, no, you, no, you don't. <laughs> because my dexterity is 10. And Percival threw a natural one. I have four in total. <laughs> I have three in total. Oh, good lord. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh. I've got 12. So, hang on oh, a second. Oh, and Percy oh, going sorry, so... You're out initiated by zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rana, you had what in total? 15. 15. Okay, and uh, Zibby, you've just got three, is that correct? Correct. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Percival, you've just got one, is that right? Or what's what's your initiative? Uh, I got plus three initiative, so it's four in total. Four. Yeah. And finally, Siliqui. I've got nine, ten, twelve. Twelve. Okay, dokes. Just roll for the zombies. I I do actually I do actually have a plan in mind for something so okay uh, is it running in horror do you think we should stay without casting light to not cast attention what do you think as well or do you think we should try and cast light so the people that don't have dark vision can see what they're doing especially if we've got zombies fight. smell fear <laughs> I don't know. okay so the zombies thankfully have done pretty poorly on theirs hooray um and <laughs> i think that then means right so let's get stay at the dead not 28 days later right that's 
That's always nice to know. Yep. 28 days later, we'll always use to stress and me out about how much Sibby, you Sibby, your, <laughs> your modifier for dexterity is just zero, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so you are you are before the zombies, but barely. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, further off, you can hear the groaning and a few kind of odd thumps in the distance. But yeah, at this range, you can't actually see them just now. But we are now in initiative, so Rana, what are you going to do? Um, Rana can't see very well. That's the main issue. Mm -hmm. Nor can Rana make light. Um, so... You will have torches, though, so you can light a torch as an action. That's true. But then if Rana turns into an animal, he probably won't be able to then hold it, will he? There is that issue. That, yeah. that, is, that <laughs> so... is an issue. Um... Me and Rana need to talk yep. about things like anglerfish and actually how to make a headband for whatever creature becomes, so we can put a little torch it's on like the front. It's like a dialing one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so stupid, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, you know what, Rana, okay, Rana, right. Rana, Rana will light a torch because that makes sense. Um, so Rana will light a torch. Okay. I will deduct a torch from my equipment. Torch, 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 torch. And that gives off... Oh, 20-foot radius. Dim light for another 20, so... Right, so Rana, you are now glowing with the light of a torch. Marvellous. Um, and I can move as well, can't I? You can now move, yes. I'll move forward a little bit towards the mm -hmm. edge of a temple. A little bit more to there. There we go. What is that, by the way? It's steps. steps. So those are stairs. Okay. Yes. Sorry. So those up are. So down. as I say, this. Yeah. This going up. So these are about sort of ten feet, uh, five ten feet roughly above the above the mud that you're standing on, and these so are steps that lead up to it. Yeah, it's kind of a dais, right. and there's two of them running on either side of the gorge, where you can then see these bits are essentially the shacks that make up people's accommodations. Please, can we fight them there? Because then it would be the dais of the dead. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to get their attention. I think. Uh, well, there we go. Um, There's an episode title for yeah, you. Yeah, Rana. So you've, so you moved forward. Is there anything else you're doing on your turn? Or are you just, you stopping there? Um, that's all I can do with my actions. Um, so yeah, that's that. Fair enough. Cool. Siliqui, you're up. What way is Rana facing? Rana's facing north. Well, actually, this is south he's facing. So up is south. Up, yeah. So Siliqui actually yep. has more movement now than most people. She can now, I think she can go 40 foot. But she doesn't want to go too far ahead of mm -hmm. people at the moment. So Siliqui's going to go with Charlie's Angels. She's going to go and stand next to Rana. Yeah. But rather than facing forward, she is going to face this way. To the right. Like diagonally, right. um, you know the pose, the Charlie's Angel pose. You got one in the middle, face <laughs> forward, the other two slightly to back the against angles. each other. Yeah, she's basically doing that. But she's got Yamichi in one hand. She's going to take her ninja star things out um, and be ready. So you're essentially readying an attack if something comes into range. Yeah. Yep. Okay, dokes. Yep. So that can be a potential opportunity if something does come into range. So can she hear anything? Um, a little hard to tell over the rain. You can hear the moans of zombies up ahead. You can't really see actual distinct shapes. You can see that up on the walkway further along, you can see there's sort of, there is movement. But even with your dark vision, it's just a bit too hard to really make out 
there is movement, but yeah, how many, where they are exactly, you can't tell. Okay. Something going on. Uh, and she says uh, to Rana, as you can't see, can you smell where they are? You've got good sense of smell. Rana. I'm going to tell you now, no, Rana cannot. <laughs> Rana no. just looks confused because he's got a human nose right now. Um. <laughs> he's been in the jungle. Yeah. I, I assumed that he might have, like, you know, like, or some people, you know, if they haven't got a certain sense, they make up for another sense. If he hasn't got dark vision, maybe he's a bit better at smelling. Who knows? No, he's just a human. <laughs> that means all humans have super sensitive nose. A very, a very good human, but a human nonetheless. Oh, thank you. Um, Percival, <laughs> what are you up to then? Um, okay, so Percival, um, he um, draws his crossbow and he mm-hmm. uh, runs forward 30 feet um, yep. up the steps of the dais um, and yep. uh, sees what he can see. What does his half-elf eyes Yikes. show him? What do they show him indeed? If I could actually get the right tool for the job, I'd find out. I can't really see or anything. They yeah, that, yeah I, that's I, right. I think I think, I think to be honest, that it's right on the it's right on the edge of your vision. To be honest, um, yeah. So no, I'm just going to double check distance wise. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah 60, that is just beyond like sixty five feet or so. Yeah, yeah. Now that you're up on the dais, you can see past and you can see you can see shapes, you can yep. see movement, but it's nothing definitive that you can tell again how many or exactly how they're positioned. Okay, um, so so, yeah. so uh, Percival's just kind of swung his crossbow out, and he's he's holding it, and he's in his, in his kind of uh, SWAT uh, mm-hmm. positioning. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, one thing to note about the stairway, by the way, it's wide enough for two people to walk up side by side. Okay. Um, so I know it doesn't necessarily look exactly like it, but that's because of the spacing of the squares. That's just what it looks like. That's so fine. yeah, that's fine. Right, uh, Zibby, you are up. Yes, so I am. Um, so, um, the zombies we can hear are coming from this general direction. Yeah, it's sort of, it's ahead of you, and yeah, it, difficult to tell beyond that exactly where they are, but yeah. The other thing, does, because these are steps going up, this will kind of channel the zombies into here. They couldn't come down here or here i mean they can do there's not like a banister stopping them no no but they would they would just fall off the edge is that right they'd be prone if they went off yeah Yeah. they just fall off the edge even things of limited uh i.e no intelligence would at least try and come down here so they're not just going to fall off the edge i i'm going to say you don't know that for certain Mm. yeah because you're not 100 sure how smart zombies are at this point i'm gonna i'm gonna rule if you want to make a nature check, you can uh, see what you can remember about what you've read about zombies, and maybe I could tell you some more. Well, the only ones that we've met have been the one in the toilet Annette. and Inet. <laughs> well, yes. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, nature is not very good, but actually, good that would mean that Percival hasn't met any. No, I mean at the moment. Is is uh, it's a nature check and action, or is it? Uh, is it just me trying to figure things out as I move? Yeah, so this is kind of what I like to think of as thinking as you're as you're moving. If okay. you're actually, you know, fighting, this might be with disadvantage, but because yeah. you're literally you're not doing anything right now and you're just sort of wandering up, it's you know, you can just do it. I will roll a dice. Which is uh yeah, I don't even know what a zombie is. 
<laughs> I, I got four. You couldn't find yep. your book in your bag. <laughs> no, it, it's too dark for me to read my book. Um, <laughs> You're not sure if, from like martial tactics standards, you can like funnel them into the stairs like that. You, they might jump off. They might follow some sort of logic. You're not sure. Uh, right. Okay. Um, How high is that as well, the top step from the floor? The dais is about 10 feet high. It's not a massively high one, but it's one that requires yeah. that, you know, steps are easier to get up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I was going to hold an action because I had uh, something in mind, but then I realised that uh, the range is self. So um, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, as I moved up there, I'm going to have picked up a pebble or something. I'm going to cast light on it and throw it um, up here somewhere. All right. Um, Ooh, how, how far can you how throw? Far can, how far can you throw? That's actually a good point. I think it's to do with your strength. Isn't it? Uh, 60 it foot, is isn't it? Well, so. uh, long range is 60 foot. Uh, for a hand axe or a dagger, it's 20 foot, 60 foot. So I'm guessing 60 foot maximum. Aye. Would it mm. be an improvised weapon, though? Is it a stone? No, it's just lobbing a stone. Well, the thing is, you're throwing it. You're not... Yeah, you're just lobbing it in a direction. Um, yeah. What's what's your... If you take a javelin and then knock a bit off because it's not aerodynamic, would that be an easy way to do it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably would be. So a dart can be thrown about 20 feet, but a maximum range of 60. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we just so yeah, back? so I'd say if you want to put if you want to put full like welly behind it, because you're not necessarily um, aiming anywhere, what, yeah, you can throw it up to 60 feet. What I want to do, uh, so light has got a range of somewhere, hang on, light, uh, 20 foot radius and dim for an additional 20 foot. So it's got a 40 foot radius. Um, so I want to try and so what's that? That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. I want to probably lob it to about there. Okay, so that area is how far away from you? That 5, is... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 50. Yeah, 40 foot. 40. Yeah, so about 40 foot. So I could easily get it there. Yeah, so I don't think I'm going to make you roll for this because it's not exactly the worst thing in the world if it goes off target no. very much. And your strength is pretty high. 17. So, yeah, that's... Yeah. And how much light does light give off 20 again? foot bright, 20 foot dim. 20 foot bright, 20 foot dim. Okay, bear with me. More bears. It's a 20 foot dim bear. <laughs> 20 foot dim bear, yeah. <laughs> so, good God, it's huge and it's stupid. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> huge, stupid bear. Don't get any ideas, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. You could turn into a Wookiee. Waka, waka, waka. Or Pac-Man, apparently. I was trying to do... I was trying to do Fuzzy Bear, actually. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to do more Fuzzy Bear's Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm being deliberately obtuse with that. Sorry. So, you managed to throw it. And it does land pretty well on target. And as a result of the extra light, Percival, you can see that there are four figures that seem to be thumping and pounding away at the side of the building. What you also notice is that these zombies notice the light and turn looking north towards you. Yeah. (laughs) 